2: Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Despite its close proximity to the southern border... This is home. (laughs) Life on Emily King's remote ranch in South Texas is usually pretty quiet. Maybe had one or two incidents in the last four years. That was then. This is now. In the last month... Uh, 45 days, we've had literally a fence down at least once a week. She says their home has recently become a beehive of illegal activity, from smugglers marching migrants across their land, doing thousands of dollars in damage to their pastures and outbuildings. You have to fix that fence pretty much immediately to contain your livestock.
3: That is a rancher in Texas that is now being overrun with illegal immigrants, cartel coyotes, and all sorts of nasty people, and just some people who are looking for a better life, certainly. If you watch Fox,
0: the border crisis is the number one story and has been all week long when they're not talking about the COVID bill, um, which we shouldn't call the COVID bill. Um, but if you watch other networks, it's a non-existent story, Um I was taking in, like, Brian Williams, for instance, at the 11th hour. Nothing. So only half the country, not that half the country is fixated on cable news, but half the country that gets their news from Fox-like products and half the country that gets their news from MSNBC-like products, half the country doesn't even know there's anything going on at the border.
3: I think by early next week, that will have changed. And uh, it's funny you brought that up. We didn't coordinate this. I was doing a a news scan. I was looking at all the news sites, see what news results I could get on this topic. And CNN's reporting on, we're not keeping up. Biden administration scrambles to house children crossing the border. Uh, Exclusive, unaccompanied kids being held by Border Patrol for 77 hours. Now, that's an anti-Border Patrol story. What are they supposed to do with them? Just turn them loose onto the streets? Uh border patrol tracking large spike in unaccompanied minor children. Let's see, yeah, not to
0: undermine my own uh, uh, premise, but ABC News did day
3: before yesterday a long segment on it. The, the ABC yeah, th- Evening News. I think you are right. I just think it's changing. If you are not familiar with this, the Biden administration put out the word officially held press conferences saying we're going to undo all of the enforcement mechanisms of the Trump administration to virtue signal to you people who are so stupid, you think opening the borders is up with Hispanics and closing the borders and controlling who comes into the country is somehow racist. I mean, you'd have to be profoundly stupid to believe that, but a lot of people do. So anyway, they sent the message that the borders are opening up and the cartels and the coyotes uh, they got that word, and they immediately put out the word in all the towns of southern Mexico and Central America and the rest of it and said, hey, here's what you do. You get ready to go. We can uh, get you across the border now. The uh, The welcome wagon is out, and by the many, many thousands, the folks have descended on the border. I don't want to steal the thunder of some of the report clips we have because they get into the numbers, uh,
2: especially of children, but they're astounding. Uh, let's go ahead with clip number 31, Sean. U.S. Border Patrol agents say they're being bombarded, especially here in the Del Rio sector, where single adult apprehensions have jumped 350 percent compared to last year. CBP records show a 122 percent hike in the number of children crossing here.
3: Unaccompanied minors have an exception, and single adults can try as many times as they want. So that could easily create an incentive for families to split up and send the children first. So yeah, just to break that down, uh, you send the children unaccompanied. I mean, you're you're like twenty yards away. You say, "Okay, kids, go now." So they get apprehended by border patrol. They are put in the facilities for a limited time. Then they are turned loose to relatives. And of course, you have relatives on the other side of the border. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's your your cousins, your uncles, whatever. And so those those kids get into the country. And then you, as an adult. Try and try and try and try again till you make it successfully across the border. And we have put in place incentives to do that. Now, I remember when Trump was in the White House, the idea was that, oh, these poor, these poor children, they're ripped apart from their parents on a company. No, that's, that's the strategy. They do that intentionally. They know the cartels know our laws.
0: I took in a podcast with a bunch of think tank people on this the other day, and they all seem to agree that the real answer To the illegal illegal immigration problem is the serious E-Verify. If businesses can't hire illegals, everything changes. What's the magnet to come here if you can't get a job? Now, you might come here for the
3: health care, but you wouldn't have any money because you can't work anywhere. Right, you read my mind. I was going to say, and like every other civilized country on Earth, we would have very simple laws saying your physical presence here doesn't entitle you to taxpayer money. Which, if you don't have some status, you don't get to collect all sorts of public benefits. Which gets us quickly to why this never gets solved, because
0: Democrats believe every... uh Mexican that crosses the border or Hispanic from whatever country is a Democratic voter, they're wrong. And I've got numbers showing that that's going a different direction. But Democrats think everybody that crosses the border is a future voter for them. And then you got the whole brown people, good white people, bad view from some Democrats. Um, then Republicans, which, you know, get so much money from the Wall Street crowd, they don't want e verify in all the giant hotels no. and restaurants and all, then farm work and everything across the country. So you, you combine both parties' reasons for wanting to fight this. That's why nothing ever gets
3: done. So how severe, how uh, striking is the trickle to a flood trend of unaccompanied minors at the border? We'll share some of the numbers with you after a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe. They deliver award-winning 24-7 protection on arsenal of cameras and sensors, the best professional monitors in the business. This is a better security system than the traditional.
0: Uh, for all kinds of different reasons, I have seen people, um, <laughs> I remember when I was younger, a couple of different people had gotten home security systems getting frustrated as they try to set it at night before you go to bed. I give up. Too many menus, too complicated. Simply Safe is simple to use, simple to set up. You set it up yourself in about 30 minutes, but it's still great. wins all kinds of awards over much more expensive, much
3: more complicated systems. For your home, for your business, for your band's rehearsal space, for your oh, storage area. There are all sorts of great uses for Simply Safe. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You get a free security camera just because you know us. 60 day risk free trial. So you're not going to risk anything. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Get that free security camera today. This is a great system. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. I'm running a puppy mill, as
0: you know, trying to breed those French bulldogs like Lady Gaga had get stolen. And, uh, I need a security Hi. system for that. How's that coming along for Oh, you? great. God, we Good. got so many kind of French bulldogs.
3: Looks something yeah. like a French bulldog. Yeah, it's a bulldog you put in a French made outfit. People buy him. Buyer beware, huh? Uh, let's listen to clip number 32 about the, the children at the border.
2: Now, for context and perspective for you, uh, back in early January, agents were apprehending on average 47 unaccompanied minors every single day. According to that Axios report last week, that daily average jumped to roughly 331 Woo! kids every single day.
0: Axios had the best reporting on this whole immigration thing, too, last week. Great story on that if you never, never read it.
3: Yep. Yep. So I'll do the math for you. Seven and a half times as many miners being hurled across the border as before when Joe Biden was uh, was inaugurated to the point that uh, the cartels pay attention to the news. And final note on this topic from the always interesting Ben Dominich. Um, go ahead. Uh, Thirty three
2: and what this has done is enable the cartels uh, to really lean into this as a as a form of income uh, it's really unparalleled for them uh, they they have set fees that they use for different uh, countries of origin and they even have wristbands that they actually give to people in order to prove that you've paid a cartel before you're allowed to cross this is thousands of dollars that they then either have to pay in advance or in many cases they still owe the cartel once they come into the country it's big business for them, it's been in incentivized by the biden administration and it's only going to become more explosive in the coming weeks and months
3: uh, we prefer to bring you the facts and let you know what's going on as opposed to the utterly moronic argument of over is it a crisis or a challenge how much time did that take over the last couple of days <laughs> seriously
0: well you right. called it a crisis last time so i'm gonna call your thing a crisis i'm not gonna let you call it anything other than a crisis
3: all right <laughs>
0: Um uh, why is a woman suing the creator of a GoFundMe? Kind of an interesting story. Um Are we actually in the middle of a she session? Have you heard that cutesy term? Oh God. That's the Are hot
3: you trying term. to make me vomit? That's the hot term. Do you she- like vomiting? What's your problem? Please do
1: not <laughs> use gendered language to k- to address everyone.
3: What if
0: homosexuals Q- were in a she session? That'd be too much to take. <laughs> <laughs> um we have lots on the way. Text line 415295KFTC.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Armstrong and Getty show.
1: According to a new study, the United States can expect 300,000 fewer births this year as a result of the pandemic, which will save thousands of lives that would have been lost at gender reveal parties.
3: (laughs) Uh, That reminds me, I wanted to get to at some point that that Demi Lovato, the singer, singer. How, how, why,
0: how and why have I seen or heard her name every day for like 11
3: straight days? I don't even know who this person is. I wonder if her publicist just cranks up some sort of machine that issues idiotic statements every day so she's in the news. But She
0: almost died of OD, right, like a year or so ago, and that's, somehow she came back. Actress, singer, something, I don't know what she is. But anyway, at least 11 straight days of me hearing or seeing her name. I never read the story or listen to the rest of it. But anyway, so what's going on?
3: Gender reveal parties are transphobic. All right. And she claimed that there are boys with vaginas and girls with penises. No, there aren't. Well, at least it's exceedingly rare. Woman sues creator of a GoFundMe for Starbucks
0: barista targeted in Facebook post. This is complicated. I didn't follow that. I, you may remember this story. I think we talked about it. Uh, so this woman, shocking that a yoga instructor from California would act this way, but <laughs> she, uh, she got all angry. When they wouldn't serve her at the Starbucks because she wasn't wearing a mask. So the yoga, the California yoga instructor wasn't wearing a mask when there was a state mask mandate. Starbucks was, like every other business, going to get fined if they allowed blah, blah, blah. They they had no choice. Plus, they can set standards. Plus, they get to do it anyway. Was, you don't uh, like
3: it? Go somewhere else.
0: Right. No shoes, no sh- shirt, no service, no dice, man. Um, but anyway, she wouldn't put on her mask. And the Starbucks employee wouldn't give her a coffee. So she complained, and then that the girl got—I don't remember how what happened next. But anyway, so then a GoFundMe was started for the barista, um, for all the hate and attention that came her way from the yoga instructor. And a hundred thousand dollars, of course, flowed into the barista's GoFundMe because some yoga instructor yelled at her she deserves a hundred thousand dollars.
3: Man, I'm gonna go around provoking
0: yoga instructors for the rest <laughs> of my day. And now the yoga instructor is suing the creator creator of the GoFundMe.
3: Oh. S T F U. Can I say the letters?
0: Claiming that this guy this guy who made the GoFundMe page, uh suing for violation of her right to publicity, misappropriation of her name and likeness, and false light invasion of privacy. I'm I'm not exactly sure what false light invasion of privacy is. It must be some particular legal thing. Uh, She claims that she couldn't wear a mask because of a medical condition, which may or may not be true, but any normal person who can't wear a mask because they have something wouldn't go all BS crazy. Because they couldn't get a coffee when there's a state mandate going on. Just, whatever. Go through, go through the
3: drive through you jackass.
0: <laughs> In U.S. law, false light is a tort concerning privacy that is similar to the tort of defamation. Okay, so she hired a lawyer who understands all this stuff. To go after the creator of the GoFundMe because she's so angry, I guess, that the barista is getting money. That must be what's driving it, right? She's so pissed off that this barista who wouldn't give her a coffee has now gotten rich off of that. She's going to sue the maker of the GoFundMe. God, you need to find other things to do. You're tying yourself into Nazi yoga instructor trying to find happiness.
3: Well, I I, I hate to quibble, but I think it's more that this barista became a cause celeb for 10 minutes on the Internet. This was the thing people were talking about, and the yoga instructor was cast as the evil queen. She was the bad guy in today. Well, today's drama, this 10 minutes drama. And I know how to get people to think that I'm not the bad person. (laughs)
0: Lawsuits.
3: (laughs) Sue the good person.
0: Going after the barista. Um, This is the angriest yoga instructor on the planet. They're they're usually so calm. You know, you might be onto something here, Joe. If if this is a new thing, where if you all of a sudden blow up into a story over one of these minor Karen things that happens, um, we're going to start suing for false light. Invasion of privacy or whatever False the hell light
3: that? is a tort concerning <laughs> privacy that is similar to the tort of defamation. I prefer a chocolate torta, please. <laughs> is there an opt out in the modern world? Is there a form you can fill out
0: or? Speaking of that, you might want to opt out Box you can of this. check. Feel your soul being crushed yet? I do. <laughs> Thanks, Tucker. Turner Classic Movies has heard about the uh, problem with Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head, and is so now re-examining its portfolio of timeless films that it says contains troubling and problematic aspects. According to the Los Angeles Times, TCM, Turner Classic Movies, will screen 18 favorite flicks released from the 20s through the 60s as part of its reframed classic films in the Rearview Mirror series. Instead of editing out scenes that are now acknowledged to be racist, sexist, or homophobic, TCM hosts will talk on the air about these issues with the films before showing them.
3: Uh, here's a question for you, uh, you, everybody listening. Do you need them to? No. So, <laughs> so to, to to get a to to get out of the problems
0: with Gone with the Wind, for instance, and continue to air the biggest money making film of all time and one of the most popular movies in the history of the art form, so that they can still air that, they'll have like an hour long college lecture beforehand. Of everything that's wrong oh, with it. Oh, here's But here's, here's where I win. You can't make me watch that. <laughs> Skip buttons exist. <laughs> you can't make me watch that. There's no way if I decide to watch Audrey Hepburn because she's so dang cute in Breakfast at Tiffany's, you can't make me watch a half-hour lecture about why Mickey Rooney shouldn't have used the racist accent. There's no way you can come to your home and, <laughs> and keep me from skipping <laughs> through that. Sorry.
3: Yeah, yeah. So was uh, she a
0: whore in that movie? Is that what was what, going on? What, there? What, what, what? what Audrey Hepburn? Is that what's going on? I've never quite understood what's happening in Breakfast at Tiffany's.
3: I believe the term of art is sex worker. First of all, well, was
0: she? Is that what she is? I, I've never watched it. I'm a guy. You've never seen that? Oh, that's a I've, great I've movie. seen
3: clips from it.
0: Be prepared to fall in love with Audrey Hepburn, but
3: but not know whether she's a prostitute. You ought to figure that out before you fall in love. Hmm. Sting made the same mistake with Roxanne. He's still singing about it. Still heartbroken.
0: Mickey Rooney's landlord is a racist depiction of Asians. I mean, it actually
3: is. Yes, it is, clearly. But
0: I'm still not going to watch your half-hour lecture before the
3: movie. Got a great note from one of our beloved listeners about who's getting canceled, Dr. Seuss. There's something, uh, someone that towers a 100 times taller than Dr. Seuss
1: that's still around. Let's talk about that.
2: Armstrong and Getty. the Armstrong and Getty show
0: I thought that had ended I thought they they, they declared that was over Conversation we yeah. were having over the, uh, off the air about, uh, comfort dogs. I thought they decided yeah,
3: f- the airlines aren't doing that anymore. A friend of mine just flew next to an enormous so-called comfort dog. I, knowing the person involved, cause I actually know the person, well, I don't know him personally. I know of the person who had the dog. I think there may have been some strong-arming involved. A little, well, I don't, I don't want to go too far down that road. Right. Cause I wasn't there, but, uh, seems very odd. So, uh, a couple of things very quickly. We posted at armsstrongyegetty dot com. A a poem that appeared in the Washington Post, which is a, kind of a Dr. Seuss parody. It's about uh, banning books, and it's very, very good. I was tempted to read it to you, but it's quite long. Uh, but it makes some excellent points about you can't empower people to do that, even if you, my naive, angry friend, think your motives are so pure, and you're of such high character that you, among all humans, can be trusted with the power to censor that people will come, uh, having heard that they can get away with it, people you don't like at all are going to start banning stuff. I mean, it's just so obvious if you've studied history, but apparently it's a lesson that needs to be retaught to humanity all the time. Anyway, it's a great defense of Dr. Seuss and, and artists and creativity in general, and, and it's at armstrongandgetty.com. But we got this uh, note from Alex in the Great Northwest. Guys, pretty easy to cancel Dr. Seuss. What about the mouse? Please discuss. My coworker pointed out they wouldn't dare try to cancel Mickey Mouse or Disney. Disney Corporation, absolutely in bed, making zillions of dollars with the Chinese Communist government that currently enslaves people. If you have a hard time following a twisted plot, a complicated plot, they're currently enslaving people to pick cotton. But because Dr. Seuss had. Asian characters that looked a little cliched for little children. You gotta cancel him. But the mouse continues. It's just, it's just so stupid. I almost hate to waste my breath fighting against it because it's so dumb. But there, there have been plenty of dumb people who've hurt and killed people throughout history. You gotta lower your ideals of freedom if you want to suck on the warm teat of China. Well said, friend. And then this, one of the big stories guaranteed next week is the trial of Derek Chauvin beginning in uh, Minneapolis. He's the cop mm. who had his knee on uh, on uh, George Floyd's neck, etc.
0: Oh, boy, I hope this doesn't cause uh, rioting all across the country.
3: Oh, I guarantee it will. Absolutely guarantee it. Um, I also can practically guarantee he will be acquitted of all but uh, the least serious charges. If you watch the entire video, of the encounter with Mr. Floyd, and read any real reports on the autopsy and the investigation, the rest of it, you would agree with me, but very few people have. Anyway, um, Jonah Goldberg wrote this great piece um, about the upcoming rioting and looting. There's a woman by the name of Vicki Osterweil. We talked about her briefly. She's the author of a crackpot book called In Defensive Looting, A Riotous History of Uncivil Action. She got her 15 minutes of fame after being on NPR for a while. Um, but Jonah wrote this piece about the indefensibility of looting that I really liked. And I'm going to jump around a little bit because it's a tad long, but, uh, he says, one of my weird mental pastimes is to look at the world as if I were a visitor from the past, but rather than think of how a time traveler might marvel at the new technology in tall buildings. I like to wonder what would someone from 500 or thousand years ago recognize as familiar He mentions a mother breastfeeding a baby, an old man tending a garden, and that sort of thing. Uh, And he gives the example of North Korea, which is often called Marxist. But old-timers from a 1,000 years ago, it's an absolutist monarchy. Please, it's a king. It's got all the earmarks of a king. So this is kind of the premise of his article. But he says, I bring this up because sometimes we get too hung up on words and lose sight of the things underneath. And that brings me to Osterweil and the looting. Looting is a highly racialized word from its in very inception in the English language, Osterweil said in the NPR interviewer, interview to interviewers who are lapping it up, my aside. Yeah, I'm it's sure taken, with no pushback whatsoever. Oh, yeah, they're lapping it up like a hungry dog. It's taken from the Hindu loot, which means goods or spoils. Now, how this is relevant or even evidence that the word is racialized is a mystery, given that maybe two in ten million people know its etymology. Other words with Hindu origins, pundit, guru, khaki, cashmere, and pajamas, the horror. (laughs) (coughs) This is a good example of confusing words and things, looting, which is mobs grabbing grabbing stuff that doesn't belong to them, is an ancient practice dating back hundreds of thousands of years before we even had the concept of dates to count the years. Pillaging, ransacking, theft, call it what you like. It's how tribes acquired stuff before the invention of trade. In short, writes Mr. Goldberg, Osterweil thinks she's making some powerful neo-Marxist argument on the bleeding edge of theory, but what she's discovered is tribal barbarism and put a fresh coat of paint on it. She's fluent in all the latest buzzwords and campus jargon. The so-called United States of America, she writes in her book. Oh, boy.
0: I got no time for anybody who ever says that sort of thing. The so-called United States of America. That's laughable. Bring me my puke bucket. That's like a Saturday Night Live character.
3: Yeah, yeah. The so-called United States of America, she writes in her book, was founded, quote, in cis-heteropatriarchal racial capitalist violence. Jodeberg says, I'm getting my quotes from, uh, oh, never mind, That's an aside. Destroying businesses is an experience of pleasure, joy, and freedom, she writes. Osterweil also insists it's a form of queer birth, and that riots are violent, extreme, and femme as F. Looting isn't wrong, she claims, but rather a form of proletarian shopping. Osterweil went on on NPR looting strikes at the heart of property of whiteness and of the police the very basis of property in the US is derived through whiteness and through black oppression through the history of slavery and settler domination of the country all right now you've heard this claptrap. maybe even they've made you listen to it at work or at school I'm gonna hit you with that argument again and I want you to remember this next part okay Looting strikes at the heart of property, of whiteness, and of the police. The very basis of property in the U.S. is derived through whiteness. Wow. Jonah answers, uh, nope. Notions of private property can be found in ancient China, the Islamic world, and, well, everywhere. Even the Korean grocers targeted by looting have it coming, according to Osterwild, because they're working in the white man's system of ownership. And ownership is innately, structurally white supremacist, except it's existed through all of history everywhere. What Osterweil is really describing is revenge based on collective guilt. A Viking from the past would instantly recognize it. Back to his mind game. So would countless non-white barbarians of yore, because that's what humans used to believe. Your ancestors did something to my ancestors, so you have this coming. Books could be written about how wrong, historically, morally, and logically, Osterweil is, but there's one place where she's right. Rioting and looting are fun, which is why young people do it from time to time. Plus, you get stuff. That's some good stuff. We'll post this in its entirety at Armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, read it, send it to your friends, enjoy it, and, 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 and memorize the arguments against the idiocy of this, you know, critical race theory garbage that are trying to jam down our throats.
0: And yeah, that person just doesn't
3: want free market capitalism. Right. beep. It's now posted in the hot links. You can go check it out right now. The idea that private property is born of whiteness. What what a pile of horse ass! And looting is proletariat shopping. That's no, a good one. it's just looting. It's just pillaging. That's... When the Vikings came and raped everybody and tortured the rest to death and took their stuff, was that the proletariat shopping? Really, Miss Osterweil? You crazy person? You cuckoo nut? Breaking news. Class A moron.
0: Funny you Thank would play you. that, Michael. Breaking news. Alec Baldwin, who you heard just there, Alec Baldwin has canceled his Twitter account. And has a 10-minute vlog up to explain why. So I hope you enjoy checking that out later. Did you hear that he and his wife announced they're having their
3: sixth child together? That's the woman. What does she call herself? Hilaria. (laughs) Even though she's Hillary from Boston. She adopted a fake Spanish accent. Which is obviously
0: hilarious. But she's been speaking with a fake European accent for years. I still wonder, did he know...
3: That she wasn't European. I tell you what, once a woman grabs you by your castanets, you don't care anymore. Because it'd be tough to find out, you know, wouldn't.
0: I, I, well, you know, I don't know how much it would change about how much you love them, but it'd certainly change what you think about them. Wait a second, that accent is fake. You're from New England? You're not this whole from Spain? Time? The whole time? <laughs> and your name is Hillary, not Hilaria or H- Hilaria or whatever you're calling yourself? Right, right. Anyway, they're walking in their sixth freaking child remember on her fifth kid she posted that picture like a week after the baby was born in her tank top and shorts to show how hot she still was and her flat stomach making women mad all across the world
3: well so alex uh, alec baldwick alex Alex baldwick right or at least that's how you pronounce it a (laughs) 10 minute vlog explaining his leaving twitter sean do me a favor can you watch that for me and prepare a 10 second no five second summary of what he says are we actually in a
0: she-session or not? Was Nostradamus right? If he was right about 2021, we're in big trouble. Nostradamus? Yes. Um, Among other things we
3: got to talk about. Where well, you don't buy into Nostradamus? I have some non-idiotic stuff to talk about if, you know... How long? Once did, we get done with that, how long did
0: other well the she sessions an actual conversation? Um, how was lo- the Sphinx beat built by space aliens? How, long how about the Bat
3: Boy? You got any Bat Boy material <laughs> for us? Uh,
0: that the Bat Boy from the Weekly World News actually came up in uh, Flora and Ulysses, the new Disney Kids movie. Nice, that was pretty funny. Um, how long did other presidents wait before they had their first full press conference? Now that Joe Biden has set the modern record. Hit you with that information too on the way.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday's gray, Guys, I don't know what to say now. You got me choked up. We don't have to say anything.
0: You've taken care of us for almost a full year now. We just wanted to say thank you. Thank you. You guys are
2: really good to me. So, Uh well, the community wanted to say thank you, so they got together and we raised over a thousand dollars plus more in the cars. I oh my god! What else to say? (laughs)
0: That's a rural area where they got one UPS driver, and he's been delivering lots of packages through the entire pandemic because everybody orders things online now, and uh, the locals decided to do a little something nice for the guy. That's nice. Uh, you know,
3: that's, we, we can't leave you with a nice flavor
0: in your mouth, can you? Let's play a uh, clip, two. That's
3: America right there. That's Americans. It's not the crazy portrayal of the media. That's That's what Americans are right there. I love it. I was watching, and... <clears throat> He was acting strange, so I kept watching. I didn't know what he did until I looked outside and saw the
1: wet spot. I went back inside and rewatched the video, and I put the volume all the way up, and I could hear it. At that point, I realized that he had urinated all over my food. I just don't know what he was thinking or if he did just have to go to the bathroom. I mean, there was right next to my
3: house.
0: That's an Amazon driver that peed on this guy's groceries after he delivered them. So that's the kind <laughs> that's of why tip. you pre tip. That's a different thing than the UPS
3: guy. How different is it that we did it in that order and not the other order? (laughs) Now we're going to leave the good folks in the audience with a somebody pissed on my groceries feeling in their heart.
0: Instead of the joy, the warmth. They seem to have no standards for hiring
3: Amazon drivers. Mirror fogging ability.
0: Have access to a car. I almost said owned a car, but uh, you may have jacked that one that you are, drove to my house. Are you actively murdering someone right now? No?
3: Hired. <laughs> Given the opportunity to whiz on a customer's groceries, would you A, whiz on them, or B, refrain from whizzing on them? You A, or either is correct.
0: I think, I think it's interesting that the person there who saw this is at least holding out the possibility, well, maybe he really had to pee. And and not that you could have peed somewhere else, even if you're going to pee outdoors in public, you don't have to do it right on my groceries. So you're being beyond um, uh, charitable,
3: charitable. Yes, exactly. And guessing why what was going on there? Even a dog has the ability to determine where he wants to pee, sometimes maddeningly so, like that last walk of the night when we're taking Baxter out and he's as picky about where he's gonna pee. It's a it's like he's buying a house or something. For God's sake, just urinate. Sniffing, sniffing, sniffing. What are you sniffing for? And if here, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Do you do you know what money is? Just just pee. God, just pee.
0: Sorry. It's up a little late. Ankle pee here. No wait. I mean, there's gotta be a better nope, dog. Still smells like me. Hold on. There's <laughs> uh-huh. a raccoon about a hundred yards away. Better keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> um what other things did I want to get to here? Oh yeah, are we in a she session? That's an actual story. <sighs> it is. Have you heard anybody bring, the? I think Nancy Pelosi used the term on the floor the other day. Yes, yes,
3: yes, I have. And usually this stuff is either, there are three choices. It's true, it's completely untrue, or it's half true. And you never know.
0: We have learned over the years that if you come up with a cutesy name for something, the chance of it being talked about goes (laughs) way up, whether it's true or not. Like, it doesn't matter if people are actually taking staycations. The fact that somebody came up with the term (laughs) staycation is all that matters.
3: Well, and I remember at the height of the pandemic deaths, there were folks saying that this is really a woman pandemic, disproportionately hurting women. And this is when men were 50% more likely to be dying than women. And you could still get that narrative on the dope stream media. The Seattle
0: Times, with an article out today, saying the perception that we're in the midst of a she-session in which women have lost jobs at a higher rate than men, has not been born out, and more mothers have returned to paid work, bringing them closer to the employment levels of fathers. So we are not in a she-session currently, if uh, if you end up hearing about that. I'm even more upset about cutesy terms when it turns out we're not those cutesy terms. So you just created the thing to tell me that everything's not this. I don't like that. Um, we haven't talked for a little bit. We did a lot earlier in the program, hours, uh, hour two especially about the two trillion dollar stimulus package that is almost certainly going to pass, they're debating it all day long, but it will be voted on and signed. Have they finished reading it? They finished reading it. They
3: read for it took them loop. eleven hours, I guess. Yeah. Hey, wait,
0: have, don't we have a clip of that? Uh, yeah, I think we do.
3: It's real short, I think.
0: Um, where'd that go?
3: Somebody ought to know where it is. It is right <laughs> about no, not there. No, nope. I don't That's hear this on around. other shows. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two.
0: One, we're moving along. Take our word for it. They read it all night long, uh, and it was oh, a s- found it.
2: Subtitle a, 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 title five of Division N of the Consolidated Appropriations Act, 2021, Public Law 116-260, Section 3207, relief measures for Section 502. A lot of things like yeah, this, that was worth the wait. <laughs> a lot of things like this
0: that happen are just stunts to get attention, but they, they actually are trying to slow it down enough for public opinion to change for people to start paying attention to the fact that only about 9% of this whole thing has anything to do really with the pandemic or the current situation we're in. Senator Mike Lee said, we're going to push the debate as long as we possibly can all night tonight and the next night and the next night after that, if we need to maybe longer until people understand what it is we're about to pass.
3: I think they're making progress. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, It's going to be gargantuan, pork utterly needless. It's just spending the grandchildren's money. But if we could make it slightly less horrible in the course of the next week, I think that's worth the effort.
0: Well, It smells like bacon. The average person is just hearing about the checks. Oh, I get another $1,400 check. I'm for that. We need that. Um, Take that $130 billion for schools out. Take the, 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 the state money out. Take all, yes. a whole bunch of that stuff out, and then, then, then pass it if 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 we've determined that another fourteen hundred dollar check is necessary.
3: What are the chances it passes before we do a show Monday? I don't, do I don't know? actually know. Uh, because I would like to do a deep dive over the weekend and really, really discover all of the ridiculousness that is this giant bill and bring it to you uh, early Monday. I think you should get to it fast because
0: Nostradamus predicted for twenty twenty one a zombie <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> They had zombies back in Nostradamus' time. Well, he oh, describes yeah. something that's zombie-ish, okay. so they're going with zombie apocalypse. But uh, you know, if he ends up being right, it's a <clears throat> thought. The pandemic was bad.
3: You'll be you'll be wishing for a pandemic when the zombie apocalypse hits. What if there was a se- se- secession? Secession. So many women were under or unemployed; they left the union. Do they we'll take your calls. Do they
0: sell? Se- <laughs> sea- seashells Anywhere near a beach Because <laughs> then I'm doomed
2: Armstrong and Getty annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex start saving now at gainbridge.io visit gainbridge.io slash for current rates full product disclosures and disclaimers and other important information